ECW Livecast. This week is a special edition. This is Supercard Special number nine, Return of the Funker from February 25th, 1995. I'm Mike Pru along with JV as always. JV, how you doing? Not bad, man. Back at it. Yeah, back at it. Uh, we thought we were going to be back on track, but whatever. <laughs> Things happened. and I don't even slipped. remember what the fuck is going on. <laughs> we slipped <laughs> off track. Now, the, the good thing is where we left off was when Terry Funk returned, and we had that whole big blow up with Shane Douglas turning on woman, and that all happens during this show. So we saw part of what happens on this show, but now we'll be going back to check out the entire show and all the matches that go with it. So yeah, <laughs> it, it's been a while. It's been about a month, but here we are at Supercard time, and we'll be refreshed over the next couple episodes because we're gonna hear about the fallout of this show. In the next episodes we cover of the hard of hardcore TV, so that'll get us all back on track here. Anyways, thanks guys for BTT Army and the BTT JV Goon Squad for taking your time out to listen to us here on this special supercard of Return of the Funker. And before we get into it though, please give us a follow on Twitter at ExtremeCast and follow me Mike Crew at NPRU83 and follow JV at John Van Damage and also check out our show the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. The career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you can follow us on Twitter also at Bottom Line Cast. We're covering the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We're just about at the end. It's the build up to WrestleMania 19, the third match at WrestleMania of The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, really getting to the end there over at the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. But a lot more to come here on the Extreme ECW Live Cast. Let's just get into it. If you're going to watch along with us, this is available on the network, and it's pretty much the same version that we have. It's just that we have the version that plays the proper audio. The original audio, rather. Okay, so if you're going to follow along, go to the network, get set up there, pause if you need to. If you're in the BTT drive, then just go and find it right in there. This is an ECW folder, and then find Return of the Funker, 1995. That's the show we'll be watching, so get yourself set up there. I'll give ourselves a countdown, three down to one, then I'll say play, and when I say play, we'll get started. So let's get started with the first half of it. JV, you all ready and all set up to go? Yes, sir. All right, three, two, one, play. All right, so... It's a black screen for a few seconds. 
which is annoying. But there we go, ECW Arena. This is the original home video version. February 25th. It's funny because the name of the show gives away the ending of the show. <laughs> like, that's the Yeah, no shit, huh? Look <laughs> <laughs> at the pimples. All right, so Joey Styles is kicking off the first match. It's the Pitbulls versus lukewarm Chad Austin and Joel Hartgood. A good heart. I always forget it's good heart, not heart good. The person they're making fun of, his name is Hartgood. So they just changed it to good heart. Speaking of Pitbull number one. Oh, yes, he, he recently said, uh, who's it, Gary, Gary Wolf or something? Gary, Gary Wolf. Yep. Right. He, he believes that Vince McMahon secretly owns All Elite Wrestling, <laughs> AEW. No. <laughs> I mean, his logic is the same as anybody else would think. Oh, they're letting all these big guys go, and then they sign over there. Hey, no shit, because there's another business. There's another company to work for now. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the Khan family's worth more than the McMahons. Yeah. Like, probably a few times more. If anything, the conspiracy could be is that now Vince sees it as a way of getting rid of some people, and then maybe in a few years, he can bring people back, and now they'll be fresh again, because they came back from somewhere else. Yeah. So, like, get rid of Bray Wyatt. It's like, God, we've done enough with Bray Wyatt, and it's kind of stale. Let him go over there for three years. Kind of reinvent himself, and then he'll come back here if he wants to. That's he, exactly what I think it is. Just freshen people up. It, it allows for them and to he'll go sign somewhere else. Guys like MJF and shit eventually, right? Because WWE will just pay b- bigger contracts than I think AEW will this currently. Yep. And so I, I think it's a good thing that people have an opportunity to go somewhere else and create different characters. Oof. But yeah, here in this match, Gary Wolf is fucking up Chad Austin. Yeah, it's not even close. <laughs> There's no offense from Austin at all. Heart good or good heart hasn't gotten to the ring yet. A double suplex coming. Boom. Double hang and suplex and down. Almost like a brain buster. Yeah, pretty much a brain buster. I like those standing suplexes just for what you know, Joey Styles said is that all the, bl- the blood rushes down to the head. Yeah. Makes them feel all woozy, and then you drop them down. Man, Pitbull That's number what made two. The, um, what was Goldberg's move? The jackknife? Jackhammer? Jackhammer, Jack that's it. Jackknife was Diesel, right? Diesel, yeah. Goldberg and Diesel, the jackasses. Well, good heart. Heart good. <laughs> yeah, now, we, now we'll fuck it all up. Heart good, good heart. His turn to get his fucking ass squashed. Joey Styles saying, um, you know, Joel Goodhart, sorry that he signed this contract. Oh, this yeah, guy's tatted yeah. up. For like 20 bucks. He's getting his ass kicked. The guy has tattoos all over his chest and his back. Yeah, he does. That's different for 1995. All right, so they set Goodhart on the top rope and just climbed to the top rope and kicked him off of it and out of the ring onto the cement. They look like creator wrestler tattoos where you just throw like the most generic <laughs> tattoos on your character. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they're beating them up with crutches. People handing their crutches over. 
<laughs> so we're totally into the time where the fans are bringing things to give the wrestlers to beat, beat each other up with. And so just a little bit about this show. This was a sold-out show. 1,150 people in attendance here. This is their largest crowd yet at the ECW Arena. And I, that's become a trend. Each ECW show begins to sell out the last one. Or outdo the last one. It was actually a turnaway crowd. It turned people away at the door. That's how hot ECW's getting here in 1995. This looks like a finisher. Power bomb from the second rope Ooh. all the way across the ring. This is a fucking One, two, smackdown. Three. Yep, that was a beatdown. Squash City here. This is just a way to get the people to love Good the pitbulls. It's working. Yeah, you know, people have said it. We've said it before. You know, in WWF, this is what... Squash matches were all about making the characters look awesome. That's what they did here. Is look at the pit bulls and how badass they are. You need a squash every once in a while. Just showcase them. Alright, so that was the pit bulls. Now we move on. Here comes Raven. Stevie Richards. Coming out to, of Always course. the same camera angle for him as he comes out. Yeah, it's, it's like a unique camera angle just for him. That's pretty cool. Of course, coming out to come out and play. The Offspring, Joey Styles with the mic. Let's take a listen to what happens here. Actually, I think we saw part of this in the last episode. Yeah, this is what opened the last episode of Hardcore TV we watched. So let's lay out for it anyway. Feel what I 
So this sets up the Raven-Tommy Dreamer feud. It's hard enough to pay attention to what he's saying, listening to him right here on the mic. Never mind being in the crowd. They probably have yeah, no, no fucking shit. clue what's going on. Stevie Richards fumbling, bumbling. <laughs> no, I was playing air guitar. I was playing air guitar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you had to repeat it. Steve Richards looks like he'd get killed in a Friday the 13th movie <laughs> in like the second act. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the annoying, annoying yeah. dude. <laughs> they all head to the nice house for the for the weekend. He's the one trying to get laid. Raven's like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's saying. The crowd's chanting boring. It's so annoying. How, like, oh, it's the Broad Street Bullies. And Styles like, the bullies are back! When they were never known as the Broad Street Bullies. <laughs> Johnny Hotbody and Hitman Tony Stetson. Hey, Hitman. Yeah. Johnny Bald Spot. Johnny Bald Spot. There it is, that bigger than ever. Rat tail mullet. <laughs> I think they had a tag team name. That's insane that he and Johnny Hotbody are here to serve the Raven. I can't see Johnny Hotbody wanting to follow anybody and serve anybody. Johnny Hotbody would be the type of guy to be like, the fuck's this guy dressed like this for? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's out here? Well, Dreamer came back. He's got a stop sign. He wants to stop this segment. <laughs> Stevie takes a shot to the head from the stop sign before giving it a Stevie kick. 
Now we're going to get a little stare down. Tommy Dreamer and Raven. Face to face. Alright, so Dreamer's being attacked by Raven's flock here. <laughs> Raven's nest. He's just shrugging him off like he's the fucking Hulk. <laughs> Dreamer's clearing house. He is a lot bigger than those guys. He is. Yeah, those guys are tiny, especially Johnny Hotbody. Dreamer going right back for Raven, who just stands in the corner. Doesn't even try to defend himself. Just lets Tommy Dreamer grab him. Raven's rocking a Skid Row shirt. Oh, pack. Skid Row. Maybe we'll do a Skid Row song at the outro. Monkey business. Yeah, maybe that. Skid Row. All right, so there they are. Middle of the ring. It's going at it. Yeah, they're just brawling right now. Yeah, it's just all out brawl. A little over. Oh, Raven dived out of the ring. Yeah, he did. Dived onto Dreamer through the ropes. I hope things get a little hardcore here. Yeah, the, the most hardcore thing we've seen here was the stop sign. Oh, there's JT Smith. That's not hardcore. No. <laughs> No, that's it. All right, so keeps separated. Yeah, they're just fighting up the ramp, and Joey Styles is. Yeah, they're just going to the back. Yep, things are just settling down. Oh no, Tommy Dreamer is still slugging away. Raven's getting his ass kicked to his theme song. Yeah. Alright, here comes the next match. Hack Myers and Mikey Whipwreck. Mikey out. and Hack Myers looking more hacked than ever. <laughs> yeah. Big time. As they come out to A Loser by Beck. <laughs> Just oh. the perfect theme song for Mikey. A Loser. Also, we're going to get Paul Laurie and Jason in this match. And against... roll full of centers. Cut it. I used to know the lyrics. Now I just make them. Really? I, I used to always just make up the lyrics. <laughs> I think the only thing I know is in the time of chimpanzees, I was the monkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting crazy with the cheese whiz. Like, I know random words from the song. Getting crazy with the cheese whiz. All right, so we're getting introductions. Jason looks the best out of all of them in the ring. <laughs> so we got Mikey's best friend, Paul Loria, the giant. Looks like a Ken doll with his hair. Now he's from Europe. What the fuck? Does look fucking jacked. Well, at least he's in, like, legit ring gear. Yeah, he's got gear on. Trunks. 
a shot. Like biker shot. Alright, so Mikey gets introduced as Buck 88. Now Cactus Hack. <laughs> Cactus Hack. <laughs> <laughs> the Shaw. 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 Alright, so it's kind of a grudge match here, Mikey and Paul. I don't know how Hack Myers is involved. <laughs> Fans love him. Yep. They always love him. Alright, the match gets started. Double clotheslines from Mikey and Hack. Double body slams. What a tag team tandem these guys are here. <laughs> Ooh, leapfrog. Oh, Paul's ass is hanging out. Now both asses are hanging out. In an audience full of guys, like 25 years old, I don't think anybody needed their ass shots. <laughs> <laughs> but we got ass shots from Paul and Jason. Mikey gets tossed onto Paul Laurie but doesn't make the cover. Ooh, a suplex. So Hack takes... Mikey, for a suplex, lifts them up, and then throws them on to Jason for a Mikey Rana. Pretty creative spot. Oof, he took that on his neck pretty hard there. And right, now it looks like things can get back to normal here. Well, not back, but to normal. We got people on the ring apron now. Jason on the apron, Mikey on the apron. Two legal men. Hack and Paul. Jason does look a lot more convincing dressed as a wrestler. He does. Once he's dressed like a wrestler, you can take him seriously. Not wearing pants and a suit. Oh, Mikey could have got a three count, but didn't even bother. Lifts him up on two. He wants to damage Paul a little bit more. Nice drop kick from Mikey. Do a little time stamp. I'm at 1852, 53, 4, yep, 5. All right. Shaw's uh, tag back in with a big chop. Big shot. A whip into the rope. Boom. Nice clothesline from Hack Myers. Yeah, right in the front row you get a sign for the Shaw. So big fan favorite here in ECW Arena. Mikey tagged in, climbs to the top. Mikey back tagged in. Oh, to the top. With a punch. <laughs> punch to his wrist. The fuck? Punch to the top from the top rope. To his wrist. Oh, we got a masked man outside here. Masked man outside the ring. With a hoodie on. Bam, bam. Looks like a big dude. It's a big guy. It's John Tenta. John Tenta. 1995. Pretty sure he's the avalanche in WCW at this time. Yeah, actually he is. 
this show is um, it's coming right off of the weekend where WCW had Super Brawl 5. I'm going to run through the card of Super Brawl 5. <laughs> See what was going on in WCW at this time. I was definitely watching at the time. Ooh, nice suplex there from Mikey. Oh, so you don't know who this is behind the mask? Is I it in the notes? I have it in the notes. Yep. Uh, I don't want to say anything... Till the end. <laughs> that was sure. a hell of a low blow. That was a big ass <laughs> kick to the junk. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that. That like vicious and blunt. Oof. That was a full on looks kick. Clean to me. That was like a punt. <laughs> yeah, so the, the avalanche... Uh, Earthquake is Avalanche in WCW at this time. At Super Brawl, he's in the second-to-last match. It's Avalanche and Big Bubba Rogers against Sting and Macho Man. No shit. The main event for that Super Brawl was Hulk Hogan versus Vader for the WCW Championship. A bad card. Harlem Heat versus Nasty Boys. Blacktop Bully versus Dustin Rhodes. Kevin Sullivan versus Dave Sullivan. Jim Duggan Dave versus Sullivan. <laughs> you remember that? Evad. Everybody dressed like Hogan. Evad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was pretending he was Hogan or he had like amnesia or something. Jim Duggan oh, versus Bunkhouse Buck. I got a cat in here. One second. Uh, I kick these fuckers out. <laughs> All right, Paul Laurie is back in the ring here. Jason goes back on the apron to fix his trunks. Oh, Laurie just bitch slapped Mikey. Yeah, <laughs> wicked bitch slap. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, double clothesline. Fucking Miz sit down clothesline. Yeah. Yeah, that's Someone what it was. It it's not the Miz. <laughs> Fuck the Miz. <laughs> it's before the Miz. It's Paul Laurie sit all. down. <laughs> Miz did it a lot better. Does it a lot better. Oh, Paul Laurie is still wearing the knockoff HBK tights <laughs> of the time. You know, the solid and then, like, the little cuts with the zebra stripes in it. Garbage. <laughs> what the hell is this butt-fucking going on on the top rope? Oh. All right, so. Paul Laurier got in Jason's lap, so Jason could suplex him off the top rope into a leg drop onto Mikey. And now Jason dives off of the second rope and hits Mikey in the back of the head. It looked awkward, though. It's like when you dive into a pool that you know you shouldn't be diving into, so you're careful. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So you don't it's nail the bottom. too shallow. Yeah, it's too shallow, but you want to dive in anyway. That's exactly what he was doing going off the second rope. Like, I know there's not a lot of room here, so i got to be careful. <laughs> oh, Paul Laurie and Jason doing more moves to each other off the top rope. These guys are experimenting a lot with each other. So in that case, you had a suplex off the second rope from Jason to Paul, who then splashed Mikey. I think they're trying to be too creative. Yeah, yeah overthinking spots, yeah. you'd say. Yeah, trying to make a bunch of spots. Oh, shit. 
frying pan just broke <laughs> over the head of Mikey Whipper. <laughs> Jason just nailed Mikey with that frying pan. While the referee was distracted in the ring by Paul Loria. Jason going for a suplex on the apron. All right, gets Mikey back into the ring. They did crotch him. Now kick. Mikey's back down on the middle of the mat. All right, Jason's in there. Hack hasn't been in in a while. Mikey's been taking the brunt of the beating. We're going to get a fallaway slam. Nope. Backbreaker. Oh, Jason trying to do something else creative here. He climbs to the... Oh, not too bad. Not bad. So Jason climbed onto nice. the third, the top rope. Not in the corner, but just right on the side. Jumps off with a leg drop. Looks pretty good. Snapmare. Snapmare takeover. Snapmare. <laughs> Yeah, snap me a takeover. Nice elbow drop. Yep. Followed it up with that elbow drop and tag in Paul. Here comes the giant. What's he going to do? Break dance. Every move that Paul Laurie does is with the assist from Jason. <laughs> so in that case, Paul Laurie ran into Jason's arms and Jason lifted him up like it was fucking dirty dancing and then dropped him on Mikey. All right, now we're getting this. Um, what do they call this move? When you like, you hit the guy in the uh, on the sides, and then you lift them up. Some kind of bridge, right? Yeah. Daniel Bryan does it. Right. That's right. He just said it, I think. Joey Styles. I couldn't hear him. Yeah, but it, it reminds me of like, uh, like those little horses that you ride as a kid. What the fuck? What are those called? <laughs> I don't. Know. I know what you're talking about. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> Kind <laughs> of how you keep the movement. Hey, is your it. video all fuzzy? Yeah. Okay. Damn VHS tapes. <laughs> Be kind. Rewind. <laughs> all right. So Jason back in the ring. Come on, Mike. You need to get out of this match. All right. Here we go. Oh, not quite. A lot of fuzzy on the screen at this point. Hit the tracking, JV. Hit tracking. There you go. All right, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> like he's trying to get that tag, but can't quite get the hack. Jason takes him to the other side of the ring. Looks like he's going for a razor's edge, but the opposite way. That was weird. Yeah. Joey's just said it. Inverted razor's edge. As the video continues to fuck up. Little cocky elbow drop there. He missed it. Strutting. Now well, Jason thinks he outsmarted Mikey. Mikey's laying down, playing possum. Well, I can't see what the fuck's happening because the video's fucking up. Oh, okay, so Jason thinks Mikey's down. He's going to the top rope. Paul's warning him. Don't do it. He's faking. <laughs> the fans like, yeah, go to the top, go to the top, do it. Jason's like, yeah, I'll listen to you guys. <laughs> 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 you 
guys like me now. Cool. I want to be liked. <laughs> guys like me. Oh, Mikey. Oh, all that anticipation. We just get a little fucking rinky-dink kick to the knee. Which makes Jason land on his nuts now. Mikey's going for a superplex. Jason's blocking it, obviously. Reverses it. Mikey's the one that takes the beating. Man, that was had such good potential for a nice spot with Mikey pretending. Nothing came of it. Hack Myers runs in like, let's get some shit going on here. Tosses Jason off the top rope. Come on, Mikey. Tag in fucking Hack. The crowd's going to go nuts when Hack Myers gets tagged in. Oh, yeah. Fucking shock chance like crazy. Oh, yeah. Come on, get there. It's legit been close to like six minutes or so, I would say, since he's been in. Maybe longer. Right? About 30 minutes into the show. Mikey misses a missile drop kick. It's like watching porn right now. Scramble yeah, TV. I know. Try to a drop kick. <laughs> Trying to figure out what happened. Is that a titty? Pause is that, it. Is that a drop kick? <laughs> what was that? Oh, Shaw. Gets the tag. He's in. Like he fucked up the tag, barely hit his hand. Dropped the momentum. Well, here's the Shaw. Going to town. Like you said, JV. Here comes the Shaw chance. Yep. Paul Loria dropped on his neck. Stun gun. Double Naganaka. Oh, and they haven't showed the guy outside the ring so long. You think he's going to factor in. He would show him a few more times on camera. Video feed better get better or we're going to have to watch it on Peacock. <laughs> they have this on Peacock? Yeah. Oh, this is they have this super card? Yep. They have most of them now. Mikey's going to the top rope. Hack's going to the top rope. Bulldog. Oh, they're, reaching, they're reaching a corner. Yep, Bulldog from Mikey. Mikey goes for the cover. Bulldog and Jason knocked Hackmeyer's off the top. Yeah, Jason, Jason broke the saves Loria with the from the pin. Pins Mikey. Hack breaks it up. Now Hack is covering. Oh yeah. The ref's tired. Fucking yeah, ref can't keep up. <laughs> All right, so we're just getting back and forth, breaking the counts here. Mikey's covering Paul. Jason breaks the count. <laughs> Is anybody not broken up a pinfall? I'd like to try. I'd like to try. <laughs> Good line. Good line, Joey Styles. Alright, Mikey's fighting with Jason outside of the ring. We get another stop sign from the audience. Mikey uses it to fucking crush Paul. Uh, I mean, Jason's head. And Mikey takes, whew! He just grabbed a steel, steel chair and nailed Jason. Oh, we got... Fat Shinobi in the ring here. Fat Shinobi. <laughs> the guy that came in, he just busted Hack Myers. 
and throws Paul Loria right onto Hack Myers. The referee was outside the ring. Now he's back in. One, two, three. That's it. The heels win. Yep. The heels win with the help of the masked man. Wasn't a bad match, though. Oh, no. The match was good. The only complaint would be the numerous spots that they were trying to be creative with, but it's not hard to try. Still good nonetheless. So that masked man that was in there and just ran away, that was Crash Determinator, or otherwise known as Hugh Morris. Oh, all right. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck Crash Determinator is, but I know who <laughs> Hugh Morris is. That didn't go anywhere because they didn't even show him after the match. Here we go. Oh, I didn't know that was Hector. All right, it's Hector Guerrero versus Too Cool Scorpio. No shit, this ought to be good. Oh yeah, we're gonna see some high flying shit here. All right, Too Cool still wearing those cream cool tights. It's like his only outfit. Couple arm drags from Scorpio. I like these matches where they just like, all right, all right, let's get you. You try something, I try something. They go back and forth to make it like a real athletic competition, not a fight. Now he's a brother or cousin or something like that. He's the brother of Eddie Guerrero. Of Eddie, and what's Chavo? Chavo is the nephew of Eddie. Gotcha. So Eddie Guerrero is like the youngest of the brothers. Mm -hmm. So he's only like a little older than his nephew. Because he has older brother Chavo. Who had Ch Chavo Jr. Got it. Because there's like a big age difference between the brothers. And Hector Guerrero was the gobbledygooker. Was he? <laughs> yeah. I never knew that. Yep. Or I forgot. It must have come up at some point, but yeah, that's him. And he fully supports Gobbledygooker. <laughs> he got pissed like in interviews, like, it was a good gimmick. It was for the kids. It was good. <laughs> so he, he didn't like taking shit that it was a bad thing. So he just supports Yeah, but when, when you're it. an adult, it sucks. Right. Well, he saw it for what it was. It was meant for kids. He paid the bills. He kept <laughs> right. the lights on. In the house. <laughs> yeah, for him. For sure. <laughs> Boy, Hector Guerrero here looks like Eddie Guerrero in 1995 with just the hair color is different. Yeah. Like Eddie was like jet black, whereas Hector here is like... Got some grays in it. Yeah. Like Sandy. <laughs> Sandy gray. Ooh, nice head scissors. Eddie um, Hector goes flying out of the ring. That haircut, you know, even when Eddie has it, and he's young when he has it, it just makes you look so much older. Along with the little mustache. Yep. Because Eddie looks like he's 15 years younger at the end of his time in WWE. Like in 2005, he looks... Way younger, and it was ten years later. It's all, no, it's all that's the fucking the, hair. That's some of the great benefits of um, 
steroids. <laughs> that too, I guess. True. Look at look at some people our age that are on roids. Yeah. When used rightly, when used correctly, and moderately, they can help you. And they shrink your balls. <laughs> yeah, they'll shrink your you'll shrink your balls though. And maybe enlarge your heart and shit like that. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> so these guys are still kind of feeling each other out, going back and forth. Oof. Eddie get, um, I keep saying Eddie, fuck. I have a hard time here. Speaking of sunset flips, flips did you see Kevin Owens? He beat... um. Was he beat on? someone in a match on like his anniversary of being signed by WWE, and he used the sunset flip. And oh, really? He, so he tweeted, yeah, he tweeted out, like, that was for Flex Kavana. Oh, which is the Rock. The Rock. And that was The Rock's original finishing maneuver as Flex Kavana, and The Rock saw the tweet yeah. and like retweeted it and commented. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't see that. Yeah. The when the Rock's hell was that match? Fan of Kevin Owens. When did you see that? Uh, within the past week. And what show is he on? Is he on... On Raw? I think he's SmackDown. Smackdown. I think he's on SmackDown. So, yeah, I, I think it was this weekend, so it probably would have happened on SmackDown. I did watch SmackDown. What the hell did he wrestle? Maybe I didn't even notice. Baron Corbin, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, still Baron Corbin. Which is crazy. <laughs> that His gimmick is a poor guy. Yep. Who can't have, he doesn't even have money to eat. <laughs> like, what do he do with all his money? He shouldn't shouldn't be broke yet. And they make fun of him because he's poor. I know, it's that's crazy. brutal. On commentary, they, they say, oh, it's the bum Baron Corbin. Like, that's not nice. <laughs> what What is he, like, going around begging and shit? Yeah. Which is great, though, because that's what makes it heelish. Is like, he's begging people for money. And, like, telling them, like, you got to give it to me. Like, you're bad if you don't give it to me. <laughs> He's finally got a good character. <laughs> I got to say, I mean, I haven't seen all of it, but what I did see, I'm like, this is pretty good. It's this been good. Works from Baron Corbin. Definitely been good. Not Constable Corbin, King Corbin. He sucked. You loved King Corbin. I just liked him in general. <laughs> King He's Corn. a good talent. I liked him when he first, you know, in NXT. Yeah. When he was just mowing hair. over people, then he got called up, and then they just kind of, you know, with WWE. Right, what they always do. Always do. They don't know how to book anything. That's why it takes, like, five years, six years for people to get back on track. It's like we brought you up when you were hot. Yeah. And now we've it's like, fucked you over for six years. So when they start poaching AEW talent, they're just going to ruin those AEW fucking gimmicks because they're going to book them like ass. Oh, for sure. Ooh. I like the way um, Hector takes his bumps. Yeah, like that back body drop Even right, right there. Th yeah, and the way he stomps his feet and right. shit. You could tell he's seasoned. Oh, for sure. Yeah, every little thing affects him. Ooh, the art that, of selling. That's an interesting hole. Yeah, I can't even describe it. Well, he... Into a pin. Yeah, he turned it into a pin. Oh. Hector finds his way Another out of chain it. Chain wrestling on the floor. Yeah. On the mat. This looks good. It does. Yep. <laughs> Joy Styles saying, it looks like it's the NCAA championship down there. 
That's good shit. Again, like the point I made on the bottom line cast about how they always make fun of karate. Like not <laughs> yeah. being a real fighting. And they make fun of like real Roman Greco wrestling too. Yeah, it's like wrestling has to find a way to make a cheap shot at something else. Just shit on shit. <laughs> yeah. They gotta shit on something else. It's like if they went out and like shit on Monster Jam or something. <laughs> 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 you know, those people that watch Monster Jam. Probably like 20% of their audience. <laughs> Probably more. <laughs> Monster Jam is Monster Trucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget. There there used to be a show like 91, 92. And it would come on after Superstars. And it was Monster Jam. Monster Trucks. But they did it in like the style of a wrestling show. So they'd have like the matchups, like the two trucks, Bigfoot, Gravedigger, and you'd see them in the arena competing or whatever. But before it or after it, you would have like a pretend like Gravedigger character. And in the background it would say like Gravedigger and you'd be cutting a promo like Bigfoot this week, I'm going at it with you <laughs> Like it's I a think wrestling I remember show. that. And then there was the um, there was the cartoon. Was there a cartoon? Yeah, you don't remember the cartoon? No, I don't the remember Monster the cartoon. Monster Truck cartoon? No. I'm pretty sure there was. I don't think I'm making that up in my head. Maybe it was tied to the same show. But I no, know. It, it was, was like that um maybe, but I think it it was almost like that uh like that Hanna-Barbera style. Oh, okay. I don't think it was Hanna-Barbera. Right. But it was probably like what? What's the other Hasbro has or something? Who the fuck knows? No. Tonka. Those are toys. Hasbro, Tonka. Yeah, but they, like, you know, they'd have like a cartoon, cartoon show. shows. Yeah, oh, but the animation, that. I think, was, like, similar to Hanna, the Hanna-Barbera style. I, I don't know. I'll look it's it up. Like fucking break. Scooby-Doo or something? Kind of <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I totally remember that other one that I was talking about. I you can find clips on YouTube if you if you search. I was I was into it too. I'm like, oh yeah. And I used to always wonder like, is it still on? What channel is that show on? It probably canceled at the one fucking <laughs> season. <laughs> oh, we gotta roll up here. All these guys look at look at this rolling around. Wow. That's a cool spot. They're all reversing. That's a great spot. It was clean, too. Right. Nothing looked sloppy. Legs weren't flaring around. Yep. around. And each guy was in a pin. You know, with their shoulders down. Rock Scorp bottom. Yeah, rock bottom from Scorpio. <laughs> what was that called before the rock did it? Sidewalk slam. Yeah, just a sidewalk slam, I guess. Well, isn't what Kane does more a sidewalk slam? Mm. Oh, it's the same as a big boss man just picking you up by the side and slamming you. I mean, just a variation of it. Slightly different. All right, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Oh, stun gun. Joey just calls it a clothesline. A clothesline by the <laughs> rope. <laughs> oh, Tuco's going to the top. Hector's on his stomach. 
Going for the splash. Boom! He hits it. It's over. Is this over? He gets it. Too cold with the win and a nice match. The crowd standing up. Showing their appreciation. And not everything is hardcore. And that's what I liked about what Heyman did with ECW. Is like you always got to have a match like this on the card. And it reminds everybody that, hey, this is a wrestling show and you're a wrestling fan. So stand up and clap for the these world-class wrestlers, as Joey just called them. I think we're going to get a handshake here. I don't see why we wouldn't. Oh, we didn't get the handshake. But now we get to the next match, and this is true ECW. This is hardcore. This is supposed to be a barbed wire baseball bat match. And I think it was Ian. Yeah. Ian ran down, took the baseball bat from the guy that was setting it up in the corner. And nailed the shit out of him with it. So yeah, this is supposed to be on a pole. And the first one he gets to, he gets to use it. But Ian, he's gotten a hold of it first. Alright, so this is a match here that we would not see on ECW Hardcore TV. It's exclusive for ECW Home Video. Because of how fucking brutal it's going to be. Oh, okay. So let's see if it lives up. It's, uh, it's hype. And we got 14 minutes of it to come, so let's see if this <laughs> gets a little brutal here. All right, so you have Axel Rotten now here. He's got a steel chair. These brothers have been going at it for the past couple months. This is the second, I think, of their one-on-one -on -one matches. Here we go. They're both in the ring. Dueling chairs and baseball bats. Shit. An aluminum bat wrapped in barbed wire. Shit. This guy looks hardcore. Ian looks a lot cooler with his haircut than the scraggly shitty hair he used to have. Oh, slammed it into the post. Axel gets it. Oh, and Axel nails him right in the arm. Fuck. No matter what, just getting hit barely with it is going to hurt. Because it's going to get cut into you. It's Axel just rakes the back of Ian's head with it. Don't see any blood coming out yet, but I'm sure it will, it will be. We got another chair from the audience. Boom! <laughs> and this is really the feud that kind of puts ECW on the map as being hardcore. Between these two? Yeah. Because this is what was put into the magazines. With all, like, the photos of the blood. And this Kind of caught a lot of people's attention at the time. So, oh shit, it's hardcore, it's extreme. And, it, and I would say that it probably also created a bad image for ECW amongst wrestling fans too. Because when they think of ECW, oftentimes they thought of this and not matches like we just watched. 
with Two Cold Scorpio and Hector Guerrero, or a match with Shane Douglas and Terry Funk. But that's what they were looking to go for. They wanted to be extreme. They wanted to be hardcore. It's one way to stand out. Yep. Ugh, that's oh. got to fucking kill. You ever hold Bob Wire before or try to climb it? No. It Fuck sucks. That. Oh, and he's busted open. Don't for cover. One. Two. But it isn't, like you said, a good way to get attention because if you get the attention and people check it out and they check out the other matches, they might find that they like the other matches too and not just this. Or they might not like this, but they like the other shit. Got to give the fans a little taste of everything. Especially 1995 when everything sucked for the most part. Do something different. Look at the back of Ian's head. Fuck. Oh. All kind of disease is spreading right there. He's having the kid hold the chair so he can hit it. <laughs> All right, kid, now you're an accessory to a crime. <laughs> hey, Dad, remember when we went to that show together and we held the chair and the guy slammed his head into it? <laughs> Look at the cops there, too. It's like all this brutal shit's happening in front of a cop. That's all right. It's not a crime. It's, it's a show. <laughs> Got shot with the chair. All, all like nonchalant. Yep. Like, boom. Bop. Tossing them back over the rail. Now they're at ringside again. Yeah, Ian's fucked up here. <laughs> yeah, all the people giving shit. Real church Nice image there. Bob wire raked across the face. Shot. Ooh, fucking Negan. Yeah. That's right. Oh, busted across the knee, and the bat is stuck to the pants. Holy shit. Ooh. Oh. Oh, to have to try to take it off. Whoa. Oh. That was bad. Oh. It's going to bleed a ton. Oh, now he's just taking a piece of the barbed wire and raking it across his forehead. This guy's a fuck. How the fuck? How do people agree to do this? Oh, we got a sign in the front. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Joey hasn't started saying, oh, my God, yet. This match is wild. It's kind of tough to watch because it's so fucking brutal with the barbed wire. <laughs> right. Hey, maybe that sign was the inspiration for Joey Styles to say, Oh, my God. Oh my God. Yeah, because yeah, he's not doing it yet. He hasn't done it yet. And he just said, Oh, my God is right. So maybe he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that one. Thanks for the catchphrase, man. 
So in the Observer, they say, this is the bloodiest match in ECW history. The baseball bat barbed wire match. Their match the previous month was borderline sickening, and this one crossed the line. Although from the work standpoint, I heard it was excellent. On the March 18th show, they're expected to have broken glass glued to their hands. That sounds way over the edge. <laughs> so, brutal, historic match in ECW history. We are experiencing here. And then, him just fucking raking each other with it. This is nuts. more can he do of this <laughs> I'm just waiting to see like something different because right now it's just like yeah it's been the same thing it's it's the same it's the same shit right it's just shock but that against his neck is risky yeah what the fuck the arteries and shit yeah the one wrong move there It's funny, because they're like in rest hold mode, but rest hold with a barbed wire bat. <laughs> Family feud ECW style. Ian and Axel and Ian was the sign in the front row. funny that they're even going for pinfall attempts. <laughs> they just want to beat each other's ass. Nice clothesline. Clothesline from the apron there. That was the first wrestling move. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seen. But it had to be hardcore. So much blood loss. Had to be outside of the ring. Oh, yeah. These guys are fucking woozy. We got a bacon sheet cookie sheet Ooh. they both kind of look like sloth from Goonies right now <laughs> yeah. oh, Joey Styles just points out that in a month from now WCW is going to have a pay-per-view called Uncensored it's going to look nothing like this <laughs> oh suplex they're, on, they're up on the uh, in the crowd now on the bleachers and Axel just suplexed Ian right onto those bleaches. He's going to do a splash from the ble top of the bleaches to the bottom of these bleaches. Oh, an elbow drop. That's so fucking awkward. I have a hard enough time walking up those things. Never mind dropping an elbow on them. Those kind of bleaches are so awkward. Nut shot. I was in the crowd, and like everyone's backing away. Get that fucking blood away from me. What's this guy doing? This guy's taking the dude's belt. He just took belts off some dude. He <laughs> whipped him. He's going to give it back? The dude's like, First I need that belt. Down. Yeah, they are falling down. It's like, I actually need the belt. 
I wear it for its intended purpose, not just for style. Fucking pants are dropping. Oh! Now it's Bob Boy Bet connected to the shirt. Oh! That looked like it ripped his fucking nipple off. Oh, he's just ripping the shirt. This is chaotic. Now, now I understand why they didn't have this on ECW Hardcore TV at all. If you want to see this match, you got to pay for it. We don't want you suing us or getting us kicked off TV by complaining about it. <laughs> <laughs> you bought it knowing this is what you were getting. This is extreme. Fire beware. Whew. We're getting towards the uh, the end of this. A few minutes left. Ooh. So who do you think's winning right now? <laughs> Shit. I, uh, I say Axel's winning because just based on the amount of blood and who has more clothes on, <laughs> that, that's the winner. <laughs> Ian's fucked up. His shirt's ripped apart. So I give he it to Axel. just that pile driver, though. Yeah, yeah. So he did... You got a few punches and then the pile I driver. I agree with you. If we were going to the Two fight count. card. Yeah, let's see how it ends. If there is a definitive end. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the issue with this hardcore match is it's like the same shit all the time. Alright, there's only so much you can do with it. Yeah, like get other weapons. Well, what they should have been doing is wrestling for like the first five minutes. Yeah. Not just taking the bat the moment it was there. Like, they had the bat before the match started. They should have had to fight <laughs> to get the bat from the top. Yeah, that shit should have been hanging. Right. That's what helps build this match and make it exciting is the fact that you have to fight each other to get to it. And then the craziness comes in. Well, they thought they were doing something creative or special by saying, Oh, how about he just runs down and steals the bat first? That's what they were going for, but... Would have been much better. We have a little bit of a wrestling match first. Then let the craziness ensue. Alright, well, it looks like we're getting a pile driver onto the bat. Oh, no, it's like a flapjack. And this has got to be it. One, two, three. That's it. Axel Ryan gets the win over his brother Ian. And the bat is stuck <laughs> to Ian's stomach. He just removed it. Oh, look at Axel now. Holy fuck. Oh, and this crowd is going nuts. ECW. ECW. Woo. Oh, shit. Ian's not done with him. He's not done with Axel. Axel got the win, but... The blood fest is not over. And they'll have another match on March 18th at Extreme Warfare. Which we won't see on the ECW Hardcore TV. And there is no version of Extreme Hard Extreme Warfare on home video. So I don't I guess we won't be able to see that one either. But here lies Axel Ryan, bloody as fuck in the ring. Alright, we're gonna stop there. But at 59.50, right as the, they make the cut to the next match, which will be Marty Jannetty. You see, a fucking rocker. Marty Jannetty. 
the rocker bouncing around the fucking ring like right a now. bumblebee <laughs> and he's gonna take on shane douglas but before we do that we're gonna take a little break but before we do that let's, let's just run through um Meltzer's star ratings for the first half of the show and i'll have jv give me what he thinks the match should be and then i'll i'll say what Meltzer gave it all right so okay. we'll start with the first match the pitbulls Versus Joel Hartgood and Chad Austin in the squash. Uh, one and a half stars. One and a half star. Okay, so Meltzer gave it a half star. Half okay. star. And I would agree with you too, like one and a half. Just because it was a nice display of power by the Pitbulls. Yeah, I th- yeah, they were trying to put the Pitbulls over and it accomplished that. All right. All right, what do you give Jason and Paul Laurier defeating Mikey Whipwreck and Hack Myers? I actually like that one. So did I. I'm probably, probably going to be close to what you got. What, what is the Meltzer rating? Five stars? <laughs> Meltzer rating is one and a quarter star. No, no, I mean, what is it? What's the score? Oh, up to five stars, yeah. Up to five. Oh. But well, he my, it a one and you five. can do quarters. Well, I was going to say two and a half before I know that, so I'll stick with two and a half. Yeah, I was, I was around there. Two and a half to three. It was enjoyable and it was a good match. Um, all right, next match: Tuco Scorpio versus Hector Guerrero. Hmm. Three and a half. Three and a half. All right, I, I would say three. And uh, Melcher gave it two and three quarters. Jeez, he's tough. Yeah. Well, let's see with this one: Barbed Wire baseball match, baseball bat match. Ian yeah. versus Ax- Axel Rotten. I did not enjoy this. It was kind of painful to get there. I mean, I, I, yeah, I know. one and a half stars. Right. One and a half to two is where I would be. Uh, even He got the result even wrong. He put Ian Rotten defeated Axel Rotten. <laughs> wrong guy. Yeah. Wrong guy, man. You didn't even get the right brother as the winner. And he, he, rate, he rates it as a four star, even though he doesn't know who won the match. <laughs> four star. It's like, I don't even believe he watched the fucking match then. No. Four stars. This is a four star match. Get the fuck out of here. This is, yeah, no fucking way. I'd rather watch the Pit the Bull squash fucking Joel Hartgood and the fuck uh, Chad Austin. Right. Unless, unless these rate, ratings are not from him and they're from someone in attendance. You, you know. can't call him a fucking Meltzer rating if it's not Meltzer giving him. <laughs> right. Well, maybe maybe, maybe it's not him. It's like plagiarism. Yeah. I mean, he puts it in his puts it in his um, observer with, with star ratings next to it. People are going to assume that's your rating. Oh, you have the star ratings right here in the notes. Yeah, they're right in the notes. Yeah. I didn't know that. All right. So that's the first half of the show. Um, we're going to take a little break. And as always, we'll play a song. Uh, Frank Al's requested this. It's the Scorpions. The song's called The Zoo. Check that out, and we'll be back with the second half of ECW Return of the Funker. we got three matches for you. Shane Douglas defending against Marty Jannetty, the ECW Championship. we got the ECW Tag Team Championship match. Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko versus Sabu and Taz. And then Cactus Jack taking on the Sandman's mystery opponent. We'll have all that coming up in the second half. Grab some snacks, some drinks, and we'll be right back.
now for the second half of return of the funker and we're going to get right into it uh, we're, we're going to start with the timestamp of 5950 if you're watching the version from the btt drive and if you're if you're watching it on peacock it's right at the end of the axel rotten match and it'll clip right to marty Janetti bouncing around the ring like a bumblebee so that's where we're at i'll give the countdown three down to one when i say play we'll click play and we'll get started with the second hour of Return of the Funker. All right. Three, two, one, light. 
All right, so there's Marty Janetti in ECW. Sticking out like a sore thumb. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> oh, what is this? Should have changed his, out, his, his outfit. What's this music? I need to know what this song is. Shane Douglas comes down to the ring with the belt around his waist with some new entrance music. What is this? It's like total 80s song. Oh shit, whatever this is, I'm going to try to find it and play it at the end of the show. <laughs> that sounds like a badass song. Let's see if I can... I have a list of ECW theme songs. I don't know if this one was on it for Shane Douglas. So this should be a good one. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm an IC champ, Marty Jannetty. A wrestler, so can't shit on him for that. Just doesn't look the part here. <laughs> no, he banged somebody in Philly that night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, they were of age. Doesn't he, doesn't he have like <laughs> yeah. fucking some issues? Yeah. Alright, so Marta Gennetti, he came out to Living After Midnight, which used to be, um, his tag team music with with Shawn Michaels when they were the Midnight Rockers. Living after midnight. <laughs> so if I can't find whatever Douglas came out to, then I'll play that. Alright, Chain's on the mic. Gotta hear this. Marty Gennetti. Everybody in this building knows that you and I were in the World Wrestling Federation together. So yeah, they did go up and down the roads together back in 1990 when Shane Douglas was there and he was riding with the Rockers. And he even replaced Shawn Michaels on the house shows and wrestled with Marta Jannetty as the Rockers. Michaels was injured in the summer of 90. Shane Douglas, the third rocker. <laughs> and then he was a dynamic dude in WCW. Yep. With Johnny Ace, right? Yep. And he's yet to return to WWF and become Dean Douglas, which will be later in this year. All right, so now they're going back and forth. They're going to shake each other's hand or not. Marty doesn't trust him. He doesn't want to do it. And good reason not to. <laughs> Shane goes to kick Marty. Marty grabs the foot. Ooh, spin around, forearm right to Marty Jannetty's chin, and here we go. Behind, roll up, Douglas kicks out. You know the tassels on these rockers' outfits? They do help make it look like there's a whole lot of action going on. 
as they all whip around back and forth. Mm -hmm. It's a nice effect. But this ain't cartoon shit. This is ECW. Douglas rolls the fuck out of there. All right, going to take a breather here. Shane Douglas looks smaller than he has. I don't know if you noticed that. think that. Looks think a little what? smaller. He looks a little smaller than he has. Shane Douglas? Douglas? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't look as... Um, he doesn't look at his tone. Yeah, his tone. Could have been to travel. Yeah. Whatever he's got going on. Definitely hasn't been hit. Hitting the gym is hard. Not out of shape, just looks smaller. Yeah, yeah, he's not like fat. No. Yeah, it's like when you don't go to the gym for like a week and a half. Yeah. Two weeks, you lose your pump a little. He's missing his pump. Alright, so Shane's gonna get back in the ring, but he's teasing it. Wants to go in and be able to get a cheap shot on Janetti, but the referee is preventing that. Now Shane's back in. Get this match going here again. Ooh, a Hurricane Rana. Ooh, Marty was going for the super kick. Douglas avoided it and dived out of the ring. And Douglas being a pussy in this match. He's the champion. Come on. Yeah, he looks, he does, yeah, he looks kind of average in comparison how he's looked recently. Yeah. He had like a month off. We haven't seen him a lot from what we've been watching. What are they saying? Who wants Sean? Who wants Sean? I love it. Awesome crowd. <laughs> Yes, we want Sean too. <laughs> but Sean's gonna fuck over Shane Douglas when he gets WWF. Nice takedown. Yeah. Some Matt wrestling here. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares, Joey, about points in wrestling, collegiate wrestling. Nope. This is sports entertainment. Even though the Olympic gold medalist is training to become a wrestler. Oh, really? He's going to be at SummerSlam, yeah. Gabriel oh, Stevenson or something like that, whatever his name is. He's a beast. He's a big-ass dude. I think I've seen him before. Nice power slam Nice by power Genetti. slam. Yeah, he just won the gold. I meant prior to that. Sure, I heard rumblings of that. Brock Lesnar go visit him, something like that in the past. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think it was MMA fighter Daniel Cormier was like, because he he would wrestlers transition well to UFC, and Daniel Cormier was like, nah, go get your money first, make a name for yourself at WWE, <laughs> right? And then come the MMA, so you're right at the top of the card selling tickets. Yeah. And lo sure. and behold, it's like like not even like a couple weeks after Daniel Cormier made that comment, it was like it was just today I read that. He's supposed to be at SummerSlam. Wow. So. 
What's he gonna do in SummerSlam? Just sit in the crowd and right, wave his hand or something? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But that'd be interesting Vince to see. Vince would be crazy not to try and get that guy signed and trained. Yeah. Oof. Bitch, bitch poke. Yeah, another bitch slap from Shane to Marty Janetti. That was a wicked shitty punch. <laughs> yeah, it was. This, this, Marty Janetti looks really good. Shane Douglas does not. Oh. It really does seem like he just hasn't worked in a month. Yeah. He looks washed. Marty Jannetty's just fucking going. I'm going to have to take a look at some results and see when Shane's last match was. Shane Douglas kind of reminds me of, kind of looks like Roger Barabee a little. Roger Barabee. So, a little slow, slow-paced match. Looks like Marty, it feels like Marty Jannetty wants to go, go, go in this match. And Shane is just slowing right. it down. yeah. And not doing anything impactful slowing it down. Just like really mundane moves. Right, he's coming off as like a chicken shit Ooh, the entire match. That was too. nice though. Yeah, was, yeah. Nice mule kick or whatever. Yeah, it's nice called. mule kick to the back, to the nuts. As he was backed in the corner. Seems pissed. <laughs> Alright, so this was February 25th. Alright, Shane worked the night before, February 24th. Prior to that, he hadn't worked for 20 days. Wow. That'll do it. Yeah, so on February... That's a long time from a wrestler, because wrestlers usually... And they don't have a whole lot of shows in, in the first place, ECW. Yep. So they are off for long stretches of time at times. So you had the third and the fourth he wrestled Mikey Whipwreck and Tully Blanchard. The night before this, he wrestled Hector Guerrero. Now here he is going at it with Marty Jannetty. Yeah, they only. So he's, he wrestled twice a month. Each month, wrestled twice in January, twice in February. Now, that's it. No, four times in February, rather. Six times in the year so far. Feels like right. he was doing that a month. Yeah, but that those last twenty days, that was probably the, what made the big difference here. Yeah, maybe for those twenty days, he didn't bother working out. <laughs> he had shit to do or something. Who knows? Well, they're going at it here. Oh, maybe things are picking I, up I'm now. I'm really liking Marty Jannetty right now. And Marty's carrying this match, big time. And he is the true pro, if you want to <laughs> compare the two. When I was really young, I used to get him and Ricky Morton mixed up. What's that? When I was really young, I used to get him and Ricky Morton. Oh, you confused the two. Yeah. 
the Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, yep. and the Rockers. They were all like, I'm talking young, young. Yeah. I just, I Ricky. still remember the the yeah. feeling of confusion. Oh yeah. Just, uh, the the Rock and Roll Express is the Midnight Express and uh, Midnight the Rockers. Rockers. Too many yeah, they, words. They all had to fuck with the same names. <laughs> yeah, too many words. And Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, and then you had the Midnight Rockers come out, which were yep. them before they became the Rockers. I feel like the Midnight Rockers was just a ripoff of the two better teams at the time. Yeah. Like, all right, let's take Midnight from Midnight Express and Rock from Rock and Roll Express. We'll be the Rockers. And a Midnight Rockers. Yeah. All right, so Shane's fighting back. Takes Janetti and throws him over the guardrail back into the ringside area. Right, Shane's got a little little swagger in him now. Yeah, looks like Shane's finding himself. Got a little sweat going now. And maybe it took him a little while to get going here in this match. Obviously it did. Hey, the crowd's chanting for Marty now. They were happy with him. Changed their tune since they said we want Sean. Now we yep. get a Marty chant. He deserves it. He's putting on a good match. Oh, yeah. Shane's stomping away, and now he's going to whip Marty Jannetty into the corner. Grab him onto a bear hug, I guess. Marty could fucking give him a DDT right now if he wanted. Marty's going to punch out of it. Yep. Oof. Oh, Shane going for a clothesline. Oh. Marty Janetti did a hell of a job selling that clothesline by spinning out of his shoes there. Shane goes for the cover. Two, two count. Nice little match going on here. Thing is, in matches like this, you know, why did Jenny's not coming in here winning the title? <laughs> I don't know. Well, just like, oh, Hector Guerrero the night before. Hector Guerrero's not going to win the title. This shows that they have nothing going on with the franchise at this moment in terms of a feud. It was like he's the champion, which means that he's got to defend against people that come in and visit. I'm the champion. you got to face me. It's kind of an old school approach, like a territory approach. Two people come into the territory, they face the champion. I was going to say, it's been a while since there has been anything between Douglas and Feud. But that's going to change later tonight because we already covered it. We already know what happens at the end of the night. 
Although it has been a month, so it is kind of blurry at this point for both of us, I'm sure. <laughs> but the franchise will totally be involved in a feud by the end of this night. They're just punching back and forth outside the ring here. Ooh, back body drop onto two Ooh. chairs that was perfectly set up. And I love how Shane set him up, like, kind of like... Kind of baited him, it looked like. Yeah, and he did it without much... Don't, like, you, you really couldn't notice he was doing it. It almost seemed like he was just moving the chairs out of his way, but he was setting them up for this spot. Well done. Marty grabs a chair. The referee is yelling at somebody. Oh, he's yelling at Marty to get back in the ring. Marty's pulling Shane out of the ring. He wants some retribution for that back body drop. Well, Shane grabs another chair, though. He's going to miss. Oh, he misses. What was he doing? <laughs> he couldn't see what he was doing. It looked like he was going to go hit Marty with a chair. Obviously, Marty must have moved, but you couldn't see any of it on camera. Now it's to the right side of the camera where Shane Douglas... Yeah, Nice super kick. Yeah, nice super kick there. But on the right side of the camera is where Shane hit the uh, the post with the chair. And then from the left-hand side, you see Marty Gennetti come out of nowhere with a kick to Shane. It's like, it just looked weird. Bad camera angle. Yeah, super kick outside the ring. Now they're back in the ring, and Douglas has the advantage with Marty in the corner. Nailed him with a elbow to the head. Yeah, Douglas is slow. Usually he would run back into the corner. He just staggered over there. I think we're getting to the nitty-gritty here. I'm expecting a finish any moment. Marty's in the middle of the ring. Douglas is in the corner doing something sneaky. Oh. oh, nice. I like that. Yeah, that was cool. He whipped the arm. clever. Down. I mean, yeah. those those ropes are, are stiff. Yeah. They don't fuck around. Marty went jumping over the top rope, bringing Shane Douglas's arm over the top of that top rope. Nice move. Just punched Douglas. Douglas falls out of the ring. Now we're back on the ringside area. A little fucking kid cameraman over there. Looks like DJ from Roseanne. The fuck, why is there like a 12-year-old cameraman out there? It's like, I'm going to be the next Paul Heyman. I'm going to be the little kid at ringside. Ooh. Punch to Shane Douglas. Rocket dropper. Ooh. Hits the rocket dropper, the move that paralyzed the man and caused WWF a lot of money. Did it? Uh, yeah. 1990. This wrestler, Chuck Austin, 
took the rocket dropper and he, he took it like wrong way and paralyzed him. How the fuck can he sue for that? Oh. Oh shit, what a super kick. Not to look more into the story, but that's what happened. Wow, a nice super kick. Marty's up the top now. What was he doing? He's going for a punch off the top rope. Douglas moved. DDT. Marty with the DDT. Shane's too close to the ropes, though. Yep. Put on a rope. Breaks the count. Come on, Marty. Hold to the middle of the ring. Just wanted to end it. He thought he had the title. Oh, there we go. That's not the first time that Douglas has won, won that way. Marty jumped up. Shane Douglas caught him. Slammed him down. Pinned him. One, two, three. Good match. And while we're at it, let's go back to the ratings. Actually, let's do them all right at the end. There's only three matches. Alright, so it looks like we got a public enemy coming out here. And Rocco rocks in a wheelchair. Being led to the ring by his partner, Johnny Grunge. Cha-cha-bang-bang. Uh, bang. <laughs> chain, chain, whatever they say. Burn her up. Rocco rock, get better Burn. soon. All right, so they're going to go talk to Joey. All right, let's take a listen to what they have to say. I don't know say, but Rocco Rock, at this time, what, what's the extent of your injury? Let me tell you something, Joey Styles. There's only one way you get in this chair on the streets. Sometimes you don't go to jail. Sometimes you don't get caught by the man. Sometimes you gotta pay the price. Last time I was in one of these chairs, I was 16 years old. If you can find the guy that put me here and talk to him, which I doubt, then you can find out the answer. Oh, but don't buried him. For one minute, every fan in this building doesn't know that Flatboy Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge did not beat Sapu and Taz last time in this arena. And don't think and tell me the referee couldn't see what 1,500 fans, me, Moon saw Sapu through a table. You was robbed. <laughs> you, was robbed. <laughs> you was robbed. You was robbed. You was robbed. You were robbed. You were robbed. This is Nobody extreme. We don't give a fuck about enemy. vocabulary. Public enemy. Seriously, that's the Robin. You take 
unifying duo of Tasmaniac and Sabu. You pat them on the backs, because they are the ECW Tag Team Champs. But you know what, Paulie? They're coming back for them belts. And they're coming back to the hood. All right, they want those titles back. Pat Gordon, we know you're in cahoots with Paulie dangerously. You don't want two guys like us representing supposedly your organization. Homie, this ain't your organization, baby. It's mine and Johnny's. And you take Chris Benoit, the crippler, and Dean Malenko. They came out, did this to me, and put me in this chair. You're not no crippler and you're not no shooter, brother. You are looking at the two cripplers and the two shooters around here. those titles back. They lost the titles at Double Tables, which was February 4th, Sabu and Taz. Now these guys look like professionals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at look <laughs> Compared to Johnny Grunge. <laughs> Johnny Grunge looks like the guy that's taking the tickets into the show. Yeah, I like it. Don't yeah. back down. Slap him. Oh, Dean spits in his face. They go Ooh, at it. Big right hand. Ooh, Benoit immediately grabs a chair from somebody. Oh, Wax shit out of Grunge's back. Holy moly. Rocco Rock's trying to get away on his wheelchair. <laughs> He's like, oh, get out of here. Dean Malenko takes him. Is he gonna wheel? Where's he gonna wheel him to? Oh, he just wheels him. Right into the entrance area, and he falls out of his chair. Benoit maybe got a little shot in on him. Rocko Rock down. Benoit's going to pick him up now. Place him in his chair. <laughs> He's in his chair sideways. Yeah, it's the worst fucking a little... Horrible. That's supposed to be like a wheelchair? <laughs> Oh, man. Takes the wheelchair and slams it into the guardrail. Anytime you see someone get tossed in a wheelchair, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's... They have no control over what's yeah. being done to them. It's, it's like, like in that movie Big Daddy. Yep. When they toss Steve Buscemi down the hill and he's in the wheelchair as <laughs> the bum. Yep. It's hilarious. Or in... Um... Friday 13th, part three. You get in the wheelchair, you get yeah. shot in the eye. <laughs> it just goes down the stairs. It's <laughs> great. All right, so their opponents have head to the ring. It's the champions, Sabu and Taz. Joey Styles says, this match has begun. And here it is, ECW Tag Team Championship Match. Benoit D. Malenko taking on Sabu in the Taz Maniac. It's pretty much just going by Taz now, but still he is in that 
wild man gimmick. Can't wait to see him change that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's not all year he's like this, is it? Most of the year, I believe. No shit. So, Malenko and the Benoit are, have the advantage now with Taz being beat down in the corner of the ring and Sabu down in the middle of the mat. We got 9-1-1 out there. Yep, 9-1-1's down at ringside. Oh, nice. Taz hits the belly belly. Sabu. It's the slingshot leg drop. Well, only for two. Ooh, Sabu goes flying out of the ring. Two v one action here. Yep, Sabu will probably be out for a few minutes. Yep, Paul Heyman's down at ringside now. Probably dangerously. Gets two. Got the oh my god sign back. If Joey steals that tonight. Alright, Malenko goes to the top. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I don't know what to call any of the Joey Styles. <laughs> it was kind of like Legion of Doom's finisher. Nice spot there. All right, so Malenko now is going to work with Taz. You got a double team Taz, it looks. Yep. Taz in a full Nelson. Oh, Taz reverses it. Nice suplex there. Reverse suplex. Benoit still goes up to the top, doesn't realize that Taz is fucked up Dean Malenko. And Taz drops him on the rope and then belly to back suplex. Shit. Taz kicking some ass. Taz says it's over. Slashing his throat. And let's end this shit. 
Oh, clipped. What's that called? The chop block? Yep. <laughs> 15 yards. 15 yards. Throw the flag! They're working on Taz. Double teamed here. Taz is getting beat down on the mat. Benoit just stomps on Taz's head. Nice camera shot there of that. Back in comes Sabu to help his partner, but that is short-lived. Holy attending to Sabu, but Taz is in a bad way. Malenko really cinching in the hold, applying the pressure. Referee asking Taz if he wants to give it up. No way, says Taz. The pain is etched in his face. Taz holding on as the crippler stomps away. These two are relentless in their quest for the ECW Tag Team title. Malenko finally releases the hold, but the damage has been done. Taz clutching his left knee. Oh, knee damage for... Uh... Oh, jeez. Is that a wishbone? Both knees driven down to the canvas. Taz is hurt and hurt badly. I've seen that before. What's that? When they each take a leg and slam it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Slamming one. <laughs> Just fucking get rid of him. <laughs> That's the most overrated guy in ECW, Sabu. Yeah. I mean, he's getting better, I guess. Now that he has better people to work with. When it was just Sabu on, like against Sandman, it's like, nah, not a good match. Now he's got Malenko, Benoit, he's working with Taz. Oh, I just looked into a little bit of Taz. Taz is going to get injured in July. Then when he comes back, he's basically going to be shed of his gimmick. Just be like a shooter. He's going to come back in late August, September. Working with the Steiner brothers who come in. Ah. And he's going to become a heel by the end of the year. I'll be full-blown Taz suplex machine. Oh, we go. Oh, nice moonsault. That one worked. Didn't fucking slam his legs on the guardrail like he usually does. Oh, Paulie throws a chair into the ring. Sabu takes it. Oh, he's not going to take it. Sabu's going to dive onto Benoit Malenko. <laughs> just like in modern day, where two guys will stand around and just wait for the guy to jump off the top rope onto him. 
<laughs> At least it wasn't like six guys. It was just Malenko and Benoit. Altaz goes for a table. Tosses that into the ring. Benoit Malenko still down on the concrete. About to get up. Taz still out of the picture here. Taz set up his chair. I mean, Sabu set up the chair. And he dives out. Oof. And Malenko and Benoit back down. The Sabu crashes into them, jumping over the top rope. The assist of the chair. Now we get a Sabu chant from the crowd. They're loving it. Like I said, a little better. It probably has a lot to do with Malenko and Benoit. Alright, uh, Sabu set up a chair in the corner. Not a chair, the table in the corner the of table. the ring. Now he's grabbed the chair. Now he has a chair on top, top of the table. table. Okay. What the fuck? And now he's climbed onto the table. Now he's standing on the chair. Oh, he fell off. That. Who the fuck thought that was going to work? A table set up on a rope with a little rinky-dink chair. Sabu tries to climb on top of it or stand on top of the chair and slips. It's as if Benoit knocked him off it, but it was really he never got his footing. Benoit just tossed Sabu onto the table. Now they're both standing, Benoit and Sabu, standing on that table. Oh, powerbomb. Powerbomb off the table. From Benoit to Sabu. One, two, three. There it is. New tag champs. New tag champs. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. They're New better champs. tag team. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have to have the titles. Come on. They're like the hottest team in there right now. And this only leads to now Public Enemy versus Malenko and Benoit to get the belts back on Public Enemy eventually. So I love it. Good shit there. Good match. What the fuck happened to Taz? Lost him. I was trying to look up what happens to him in the future. I lost him in the match. <laughs> All right. Let's take a listen to Benoit. He got fucking shit on his shirt. Oh. Yep, so public enemy DDT from Grunge to Malenko. Close line to Benoit. Grunge is cleaning house here. Rocco Rock is in there. Not doing much. Why would he come out? Oh, here comes 911 with Taz. <laughs> Still holding him. <laughs> Still, yeah. Carry Taz to the back. Now he's brought him back. All six men in the ring. It looks like they're setting up for a triple threat tag team match. 
Public Enemy versus Malenko and Benoit versus Sabu and Taz. Alright, so 901's gonna Jeez, throw Taz. Like a fucking baby. <laughs> tosses him. So Taz can't do anything Jesus. really on his own. He can't fight on his own, so 911 throws him. <laughs> throws him onto others. Oh, that's great. Use him as a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Since he can't do anything for himself, I'll just throw you. Nice spot. Now Sabu's going to the top to dive on everybody. Oh, he's losing his footing. Oh, and he goes crashing through Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge and Taz. Benoit's over there. Paulie's in the ring with 911, bitching out Pee-wee, the referee. And it's just a Donnie Brook. It's a Donnie Brook out there. Oh, 911's gonna choke slam the ref. Bye, Pee-wee. Don't. Hey, it's how not his fault. Sabu and Taz how lost. Many how many refs are named fucking Pee-wee? Two. <laughs> Two, I guess. Right. Pee-wee Anderson and. Whoever this Pee Wee is. Yeah. Crowd loves it. Alright, now we move on. Sandman. So this is the main event. Sandman's got to announce who his mystery opponent is. We've seen this, but. It's been a while. With his Rex Quando fucking pants <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Take a roundhouse kick with one of these bad boys. Forget about it. All right, let's take a listen to Woman and Sandman as they announce this extreme throwback mystery opponent. one side when he walks. <laughs> yeah, because he's fucked up. Yeah. Injury. Alright, so they got the mystery box outside the ring. There's got to be somebody in there. Is it... What's in the box? Come on, what's in the box? Is it his opponent? Is it something else? We shall see. The name of the episode gives it away. We know that. <laughs> Alright, DC Drake comes out. One of the original wrestlers of the Tri-State and Eastern Championship Wrestling. Prior to it becoming a TV show. So one of the original hardcore wrestlers of the area. Joey Styles is putting over. So we know 
I'm just you know Terry Funk's coming back. It's the fucking name of the show, Return of the Funker. So it does make sense that you have this guy come out first, and then the real surprise is Terry Funk. Like at first it may seem disappointing, like oh who the fuck's DC Drake? But this was just to kind of weaken Cactus Jack a little bit, get him tired from a match, and then have Funk return. That'll be the real surprise. Instead of him announcing, your opponent is Terry Funk, which would have popped the crowd and everything, but it's just a different way of doing it. It's not a bad way to do it. Nope. It just seems lackluster at the moment. The crowd's probably thinking, well, this sucks. <laughs> this is what we've been waiting for all night? DC Drake? What the fuck? Uh, there's a good surprise in store for them. They just don't know it yet. Right, so we know this match is not going to be anything crazy. That's not the point of this match. It's to be a fucking bond burner. The point of this match is to get to the end of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the surprise. Yep. Frying pan to the head. It's like the third or fourth frying pan shot tonight. <laughs> A Magic Johnson jersey in the third row. Post aids. Yep. Supportive jersey. Drake trying to get some shots in on Cactus Jack as Sandman watches at ringside. People trying to give Cactus Jack more weapons. Oh, <laughs> you can see that person in the front row go flying back. No, I missed it. Oh, you see Drake slam Cactus into the guardrail, and there was a person right up against it. They went flying back. But they got a kid with the long hair and the white shirt that yeah. was just getting up? Yep. Okay. Figured it was him since he was getting up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DC Drake just knocked the hat off of that guy in the front row. It does look like that. Joey Styles saying it doesn't look like he's been to bed in weeks. I've seen the sun. Oh, there it goes. Panted Cactus Jack. Elbow drop off of the ring apron. Here comes a little rinky-dink stop sign. What the fuck kind of stop sign is that? It's like a cut stop sign. It's like he took the real stop sign and then cut it down to just where it says stop. So he could fit it in. Nice double arm DDT from Cactus Jack. And that's it. One, two, three. But right away. Sandman in the ring with a fucking kendo shot to the back of the head. Sandman's in there, like we said earlier, with his Rex Kwando, red, white, and blue. MC Hammer pants. 
Sandman just lost his stick. Bulldog from Cactus the Sandman. Woman's now getting in there. A rake Cactus's eyes. Oh, Cactus gets a hold of Woman. Got a mandible claw on her. Right, Sandman went to go get his cane and he's back and back with another smash to the back of the head. And another. And another. Four times. Stick's broken now. Shot to the gut. Man. Fucking Cactus Jack up. DC Drake's back in there helping out. Oh! Cactus Jack hits a double arm TDT on Drake. Kicked Sandman in the gut. So he's fighting back the best he can. Crowd's waiting. Where's, what's going to happen here? Clothesline out of the ring to Sandman. Getting close to that mystery box. It's like a travel box. Where you put a bunch of shit in it. Move it around. <laughs> he has a concussion. <laughs> Alright, so Sandman gets tossed into the mystery box. Cactus goes bang bang. Now he wants to go grab him. Alright, so he's grabbing presumably the Sandman. There's this giant cloth over him. Now we still see those red, white, and blue MC Hammer pants. And he's punching. Punching Sandman. Every time I... And it's not the Sandman. It's Terry Funk. Look at his Terry crowd. Terry Funk. He's got his Looking fucking... Looking like Chainsaw Charlie without the nylon on his Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Too. Cactus Jack without the nylon. I mean, uh, Chainsaw Charlie. And they're slapping each other back and forth. So Terry Funk is back for the first time since August of 94. hightailed it out of there when he heard that Shane Douglas was going to throw down the NWA title. He wanted nothing to do with that, so he left. He hasn't been back since, until now. They're fucking throwing it. Punches back and forth. Now this immediately shakes things up in ECWs to have Terry Funk back. Yeah, they need him back. Been too long. He's just so polished. Right. Fucking cactus. I mean, uh, <laughs> Terry fucking Sandman in matching outfits. <laughs> now, those are dynamic dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now they're double teaming cactus. Punches, cane shots. What the fuck's this? Oh, Joel Hartgood going in there to get fucked up. Don't look as badass now. His match, he had all his tattoos showing, and he comes out looking like a fucking 11th grader. Who's <laughs> <laughs> this guy? That, I don't know who the fuck that was. Cody Stetson? Ah, oh, Cactus nailing away on Terry Funk. Shots to the head. Terry Funk, just give me another one. Another one, motherfucker. Oh, 
Jesus. <laughs> that was two, two Singapore Kings. Cactus is getting fucked up. Damn. Harry Funk was taking a beating like a champ. And he just ripped the cane out of Cactus Jack's hand. Oh, who's that? Another. The guy just ran in and got caned and bounced out of the ring. People trying to help Cactus, but not successful. Oh, lukewarm <laughs> Chad Austin in the house, taking a beating. Just got his fucking ass kicked before. <laughs> Took like two seconds to get his ass kicked. You can get your ass kicked. You can get your ass kicked. Funk on uh, on the mic talking shit. Look at this pig. Alright. What's going on? Oh, now we get some Tommy Dreamer now. Those somebody that can help. Show up. Tommy Dreamer avoiding those shots. And we know no love lost between Sandman and Tommy Dreamer. Oh, Tommy Dreamer holding out his arms. Slaps Dreamer in the face. Tommy just taking the beating from Funk. Enough is enough. He's about to punch him, but Sandman cracks Dreamer over the head. Got Terry Terry Funk in full blown heel mode, yelling at the crowd. <laughs> and that's how you get the crowd to hate you. Yep. I don't care about any of you sorry sons of bitches. Then <laughs> just kicks away on Cactus Jack, who everybody loves. Tommy Dreamer, his former protege, said, "Fuck you, Tommy Dreamer." Dream is fucked up. Cactus is fucked up. Is there anybody else left to help Cactus Jack? Woman gets into the ring. Looks like they're in celebration mode. We're all wearing red. Woman's got red on. His only woman can look. Cactus has a mic. Help me, help me. Oh, that's Shane Douglas <laughs> at ringside. World champion Shane Douglas, we know is a big heel. It's fucking wild. Still getting his ass beat. I, I've never seen someone get a beat in this bad. This is bad. Terry Funk is giving Shane Douglas a chair. Okay, last we left with Terry Funk and Shane Douglas, they weren't friends. Dude, they hate you. All right. 
Shane Douglas and Terry Funk hate each other. And we remember those fucking interviews. Slap in the face, threw the belt in his face. Alright, woman's telling Shane Douglas, come on, be part of us. Three of us. Triple threat. A new triple threat. We know there is a triple threat already, Shane Douglas and Malenko and Benoit. A woman's trying to say, be with us. Be with us. Terry Funk, Sandman, and Shane Douglas with a woman. What's Shane Douglas going to do? All right, they want Douglas to nail him with the belt, to nail Cactus with the belt. Shane Douglas looks excited about it. Alright, Sandman's holding Cactus Jack up for Sandman to lay him out with the belt. Terry Funk is pushing Douglas to do it. Pushing him pretty forcefully. <laughs> like, fuck man, you want me to help? You want me to knock you out? <laughs> oh, Douglas nails Sandman with the belt instead. And he nails Terry Funk. Back and forth. So we got our hero. Yeah, Shane Douglas saved the day to help out his buddy Cactus Jack. He went to wrestling school with him. Dominic DiNucci. And he said, fuck you, Terry Funk. Fuck you, Sandman. I'm helping my buddy. So this may seem like it's, you know, a babyface turn for Shane Douglas, but it doesn't necessarily mean that. It could just be he's helping out Cactus Jack. And fuck Terry Funk. Fuck Sandman. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, that, that deal. Yeah, that type of deal. So we'll see where it goes from there, but... Well, nice exciting end there. You get the return of the Funker. Terry Funk is back. And then you have Terry Funk aligned with Sandman. And now Cactus Jack aligned with Shane Douglas, the champion. So we know where they're going with this. We know it's going to be a tag team match. Most likely at that March 18th show coming up, which is Extreme Warfare. Which, as I said earlier, is not available as a as a supercard for us to watch. It's not on the network. and there's not a digital copy of it anywhere to be seen. I don't even know if they made it as a home video. But those matches will get covered on ECW Hardcore TV. So we will see it all play out in our regular coverage of episodes to come. All right. So pretty good show. Now each show gets a little better. I don't, I don't think this is the best one. I think there have been a couple better that we have watched. But good show nonetheless. Before we get out of here, let's just run through the ratings one more time. For these matches. And JV, what do you got for uh, Shane Douglas versus Marty Jannetty? What would you think? Uh, I think it would have been better if Shane was in um, better shape. So it's a disappointing. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say like two and a half stars. Two and a half? I'll go uh, two and three quarters because for some of the same reasons you just said they were Shane. But I think Marty Jannetty more than did his share of the work you know, and really helped the match progress without, you know, Shane being able to be on his A game. So Marty Gennetti deserves a fucking award here. <laughs> so good match nonetheless. Um I think the next match is probably the best match of the show. Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko versus Sabu and Taz. What did you get for that one? Um two ah man. Go 
two and a quarter stars. For a quarter, I was going three. Three. I mean, I guess when you look at it with what we've said with all these ratings, it, it, it's all been pretty pretty average. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it's not as a good, great a show. It's just I think maybe we're at a point now where we have the stars. You know, and the card's full of stars. Cactus Jack, Chris Benoit, Malenko, Sabu, Taz, Shane Douglas, Marty Jannetty. Uh, you have the Pitbulls, Mikey Whipwreck, Tuco Scorpio, the Rotten Brothers. You have all these guys, like main ECW guys. And so we're at the point where it's not like, oh, yeah, wow, this guy's in. It's like, they're all in now. So now it's all just kind of normal. <laughs> so, yeah, I went three stars with that match. Probably the best match, I think, on the show. Uh, just uh, let me say what was in the Meltzer report. I mean, who knows? Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was just somebody at the show. But they gave... Shane Douglas versus Martin Gennetti, three stars and three quarters. They gave the Chris Benoit D. Malenko versus Sabu Taz match four and a half stars. It's fucking pretty gracious. Four and a half stars. And then the main event, Cactus Jack versus DC Drake, which, like I was saying, I don't even think you can really consider it a true match because the main shit is the fallout of the match. That's really what should be getting ranked. But what do you give Cactus Jack versus DC Drake? This one, I give three and a half stars. Three and a half? Oh, okay. Three and a half, are you including everything that happened after? Or yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, including, I'm including the whole thing. Okay, yeah, so I, whole I agree with you there. If it was just a match, then like one and a half, but with everything, yeah, three, three and a half. I'm right there with you. So the, the, the second half of the show is definitely the best half of the show. Shane versus Marty, the tag match, and then Cactus Jack, the turn of the Funker shit. So, second half of the show, definitely better than the first half of the show. But in that first half of the show, you get some good stuff. You know, if you want hardcore, and you get that barbed wire baseball match. You get a decent match between Scorpio and Guerrero, and a squash, squash match to start things off. And then a decent little match with Mikey Whipwreck, Paul Laurie, with Jason and Hack Myers there. So, average show, I'll give it like, a, I'd give it probably three stars as a total show. What do you say? Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, I go right down the middle. Well, yeah, two and a half would be right down the middle. But yeah, maybe I'm more aligned with you there. Two and a half. Just right dead in the middle. All right, so that was our coverage of Return of the Funker from February 25th, 1995. Uh, we're going to be right back with ECW Live Wrap-Up in just a second. All right, let's wrap things up here for the Extreme ECW Live Cast Wrap-Up. So next episode of the Extreme ECW Livecast, we'll be covering ECW Hardcore TV episodes 98 and 99, which is the March 7th and March 14th of 1995 shows. So that'll be coming within the next two weeks. And this will this, these two shows will have coverage of what we just covered here, but I'll have the fallout, I'll have the interviews, the post-match interviews, the backstage interviews, hyping up what happened and then hyping up what they're building to for the next show on March 18th. So it'll be kind of recap stuff, but it'll be good to hear what people think after these matches. Because on this show, you don't get much of that. You just get the matches. So we'll see what they say on those episodes coming up on the next edition of the Extreme ECW Livecast. Also, check out again Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Our latest episode is episode 124, The Welcoming Committee. And we're covering February into March of 03. So these are the weeks leading up to The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 19. 
which is Stone Cold Steve Austin's very last wrestling match. So we are at the end of his wrestling, in-ring wrestling career at this point, but still a little bit more left to cover from 03 and 04. But we are heading towards the end of the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. So check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. You want to relive the Attitude Era? It's all there. Okay, Over 175 episodes available that include watch-alongs, top fives, covering Stone Cold Steve Austin. Also episodes covering the Hollywood Blondes, watch-alongs of stunning Steve Austin. If you like Steve Austin, that's the podcast to go to. It's the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. All right, and one last time. Follow us on Twitter at ExtremeCast. Follow me, Mike Crew at MPRU83. Also follow JV at John Van Damage. And that's all we got for this week. JV, any final words? No, sir. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, thanks, BTT Army, for your support. And the BTT JV Goon Squad we will be back soon with our next edition of the Extreme ECW Livecast. We're going to play you out with some song. You'll enjoy it. Have a good time. So long. I can't close the closet on a shoebox for love.